We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. <laughs> nice. And we are live for another Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep mini-sode. Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. How's it going, Insomniacs? And for today's mini-sode, mini-sode. I thought a fun topic would be, since we're in the age of high-production television, every show now has a multi-million dollar budget. Game of Thrones, the new Lord of the Rings series is down the pipe. Walking Dead has a projected budget of like fifteen million. Well, you just talked just about, for effects. You just talked about games, not Games of Thrones, but um, Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings, which is how they much they spent a quarter of a billion dollars just oh. for the rights. They haven't oh. even written one word. They haven't even written Lord of the Rings on a script yet, and they've already spent a quarter of a billion dollars, two hundred fifty million dollars. And so, for this mini set, I'm asking: Is the juice worth the squeeze? Because I kind of feel like high production television is falling off a little bit. Because it's funny you're bringing up. That's one of the things I was going to talk about later, but we'll do it now. Got because it. some of the shows I, I was watching, you know, The Walking Dead, yeah. Game of Thrones, and some of the later seasons, I'm a I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. But even I have to admit, they're moving things really along really quickly. They're doing the these, cost. Yeah, they're doing these high production things with fewer episodes. Sure. The Walking Dead, you kind of tell they. They reduce the cast in order to meet some of the cost demands of the show. Well, it's more the producers want to pocket some more cash and they don't want to pay anybody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So and they and, went as far as to fuck over their ex writers. Yeah. Well, you saw that in the in the season two. Yeah. And now with Lord of the Rings, they shelled out two hundred fifty million dollars just for the rights. Just for the rights. And we're not even talking about how much the show's gonna. No, it's cost. gonna it's gonna be about uh, what's his name, Aragon. It's Aragon is a small kid. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're doing a prequel. They're like when be. he's growing up. Yep. Pretty much. Which I think is – it's cool, right? But you're – I don't know about that. Exactly. It's like when I saw the, the trailer for Krypton on sci-fi, I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, but you know what? I've been watching it. It's not too bad. It's not too bad, but no. – But you know what? It's, it, it plays more like a British Shakespearean thing. To be honest, like a BBC yeah, miniseries. Yeah, everybody's of course. Everybody from Krypton is is British. Didn't you know that? Oh um, my god! I love how like that's the accent that we've all picked is the aristocrat accent, the smart person, or or the, the incredible, incredibly sexy. Like everybody, every every woman oh, in the world know, wants to bang an English guy until he like... opens his mouth and you see his crooked teeth. But hey, whoa. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> but. Is the is the Lord of the Rings series even going to be good enough to justify this budget? Because, dude, I heard the premise and I was like, "Yeah, but they're not trying to justify a budget. They're going for name recognition to pour, pull a whole bunch of fans into. It's just like CBS did it with Star Trek, AMC did it with Walking Dead zombies. Not even Walking Dead zombies to make their their mark. And then uh, Disney. I mean, give me a break. I, Marvel." And they everything. did Ozark, some o- really high production shows. Well, no, that's Netflix, but God. Yeah, you said. Oh, you said I Disney. said Disney. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. Well, I'm over of, here. Pay attention. Yeah, I was thinking of the high production shows on Netflix because they started putting out Narcos, Marco right. Polo. It's funny you're going to say that. Now, there's a new show. I was just watching it yesterday. I was telling you about this. It's called. Uh, I want to get the name right. Funda, F. A U D A. It takes place in Israel. Uh, it's about both sides, about a secret. Like the Palestinians and the Israelis? Israelis going head to head. And it's about suicide bombers and terrorists. And it's That's about, topical. It's very topical. And about an, uh, an ex 
uh, he's not ex- he's uh, I don't know if it's Mossad, but they call it a, like a Secret Service undercover. Yeah, like a um, counterterrorism guy group. But he Mossad is like their comes, CIA. It's yeah, their intelligence exactly. Agency. He comes out. He comes out of retirement to help catch uh, a Palestinian uh, terrorist. That's what they they're calling it. But the interesting thing about this is they're telling both sides of the story. In other words, at one point you're seeing the people who are hunting the terrorist's point of view and then in the next scene you're seeing the terrorist's point of view. And it goes back and forth and it's it's being told in English, Israeli and Arabic. And it's and it's all subtitles. So it's like it's like the West Side Story of uh, no, no, terrorist no. counterterrorists. No, it's no West Side Story. There's no Romeo and Juliet bullshit going on. It's just and it's film gritty. Is it high production? No, and that's my whole point. It looks like it's a one camera shot most of the time. It's like when I used to watch The Shield with uh, Michael Chiklis way back when when it first came out when they were shooting in the streets and they literally like Law and Order. Uh, Law and Order, but yeah, Law and Order had better better production rate right, than this, even in the nineties. And and not that it's not good. It's you're just telling they're telling a simple story with maybe one or two angles. People in they a don't frame need crazy effects. They don't. No, need... I mean the biggest effects were explosions. I don't mean to be coarse about it, but and but the writing seems to be. And I'm getting this through subtitles and like you know order a drink i want to cook you know what i mean this is how they're talking and i find it really really interesting and it's just dropped its second season i want to go over the whole series when we're doing the next uh, you know netflix thing but it's funny you're talking about production value it's not great i mean i think kevin kevin smith did better stuff in clerks well there are shows like uh the ranch where it's literally a sitcom yes sitcom style and i find that show more entertaining than the walking dead now yeah which is so interesting. Yeah, but you're talking about content. Well, no, because it's it's high production value versus like a sitcom has a much lower budget than these dramas that run an hour. Yeah, but when you talk about p- production value, are you talking about how it's filmed and money they're spending per episode? Or are you talking about production values far as the content? No, I'm not talking about quality of content at all when I say high okay. production. I'm saying money pushed into it. Oh, okay. Because we've seen a lot of like a lot of big studios push money at these TV shows. And the Lord of the Rings one was the most glaring where I'm like, they could end up with egg on their face in a serious way if this is just some shitty... And we've seen like... The Hobbit, not everything he touches turns to gold when oh, it comes no. to the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, the last one was shit. With the Hobbits got panned, even though they did well in, with Legolas when jumping it came from to money. fucking barrel to barrel in CGI. It was just awful. The last war was all CGI, and it just looked like pillows hitting each other. Yeah, it was just not good. It looked like weightless. Yeah, but again, they're not going... They didn't pay a quarter of a billion dollars for... Uh, I know, it's for, risk. it's for marketing guys to come in their pants when they're pitching it. Oh, not they're only like, that, we it's, get it's brand all recognition, the, it, it's we all, get all the geeks. figures. It's all the geeks, we all, get, the, all the hardcore fans. You got a base, you got a base now. People are going to be tuning in for that, and then they're going to advertise other shows on top of it. It's, it's like I said, it's like they pulled me as a Star Trek fan into CBS. I didn't give a shit what they were putting out. I only knew they were putting out a new Star Trek. That was a good that, – that Star Trek's better. That's like my favorite Star Trek up it's, to this it's, point. It's really, really good. Because they have a continuity. It's episodic. Like You mean like every other five different series they put out eh, so far? The original series had like cliffhanger endings and shit that were never resolved. Oh, yeah, they were. Maybe you should try Star watching Star Trek? It. Don't talk about that. No, I'm you're, telling you right you now. You really don't. I'm a real tricky. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, not. But, you're not at all. Hey, oh, you're just on. like burying really? your soul so here. So the original really... Star Trek had arcs. 20 it, episode arcs. Not 20 episode arcs, but it – well, you can't part say Part one, that. part two. No, it had it had an overall theme throughout the entire thing, exploring space. 
Exactly. Okay, you yeah, just okay. brought up well, a I just, vague concept. That's not a, a continuity. vague concept. Is that a story arc no, over seventy-seven no. episodes? A continuity is when there's a storyline that's continued through all seventy episodes. You just made my point for me. Not exploring space. You can't just go. We're exploring the vast empty stores of space. Oh, we found life. Oh, it's all in the continuity of exploration. That's not. You just sold my whole thing. No, to yourself. what I mean is like uh, I think I always know what sunny you mean, in Philadelphia. You made my point for me. No, always sunny in Philadelphia, for instance, right? had characters that were recurring and when stuff happened in episodes it had consequences in later episodes where they would come back and the things that happened to them before are still kept in you, line you're talking this is the same thing as Star Trek man. it's okay though. no 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 you, I, you I, I've talk watched about Shatner's Star Trek they do uh, Shatner's they do vague, hey uh, screw everybody else it, I'm saying Bill I said the, the original series it. yeah but it, hold, and I'm saying the characters every, every five episodes they would do an awkward callback to an episode that's not what I think is con- uh, think of as continuity well all I know is this, 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 it's funny you talk about content and I won't talk about it on our next podcast but I really really like this new show and and the production value is sh- as far as the way it's filmed it's not great so it's not a lot of money put toward it no but the way, way. The, the artistry matter of fact it. one of the guys who's co-writing it actually lived that life and he's starring in his star just and he's writing it producing it and he's also, also starring in it and then you have one of the guys who used to cover that B as the as a reporters is co-writing it between the two of them, so so it's like uh, it's it's almost like it's the artistry, it's the perspective behind it that makes it good. Yes, yeah, they're telling both sides of the it's same the coin. story. Yeah, usually, usually in history, you're which only is one hard side. to do when it comes to the Air, uh, especially that Arab-Israeli conflict. Oh my goodness, that's, and, and that's uh, a toxic. Me, I have no skin in the game, and they tell I, me to really write a script without a vastly offending a group of people. I probably wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, and here you have people actually lived lived. Lived in it and w- went through it. Yeah, thanks for silencing. Yeah, me. you like that? Yeah, that was good. And they, uh, I'm actually, a very popular man. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> they, they actually lived it and then they're writing about it and they're able to tell both sides of it, which is just amazing to me. I would be curious to see what the Israelis and the Arabs thought of it. Like his two independent groups, like what they chimed in and thought well, it's, about it. It's well, it, it, again, we're it only as Americans saying absolutely because a lot of American entertainment is is uh, Israeli, like it's. Pro-Israel. Absolutely. But this is one – and that's what makes it special. They're actually telling both sides of it. And believe me, uh, they were being sued over season one uh, to stop producing it. You know, One group had said they hated it. The next group said, that, you know, we're going to tell a story. We don't give a shit what you say. And again, any press is good press. And Netflix is just eating this shit up. But what made it really good is it was – you know, of course – Bill Cosby would disagree. Well, some press can sink. He's going to have he's going to have a limited engagement for the rest of his life. That's name recognition. Yeah, he's going to have a stage. He's going to have a stage he can perform on forever now. Hey, and he knows that a documentary is going to be made about his life. Oh man, post humorous, of course. Yep. We need to wait. But oh, I don't know. I just I just think it's pretty interesting. You said that. So to round out the minisode, is high production television is the juice worth the squeeze? Do you think they're going to get an accurate return? For their money? Uh, and do you think we as fans are going to get the return that we want no, to see? No, because cause again, it's like Facebook. We're the commodity being sold shit. And you know what I mean? They're using it to get people through the door. It's it's like it's like a bait and switch. You come see uh, um, Lord of the Rings. You're coming for the feeling you got during Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah, for the three three episodes or for the three major motion pictures we put out. You might not like when you're on the other side of it, but maybe you'll take a look at something else in the story you might want to buy. If if hella orcs aren't dying within episode one, I'll be disappointed. Hella orcs? Hella orcs. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I'm a, I'm a hip millennial. Uh, 
yeah. Throwing around the lingo. Are you sure you're you not working too up. hard? You want to make <laughs> make sure you get enough time off? It's the work life. Don't balance. get stressed. Yes, yeah, work life. The balance. millennial work life. Yeah, balance. that's so I I got to keep remembering. You know, you don't want to be stressed. Yes. You want to be calm. You don't want to work too much. And you know <laughs> what? This is a quick episode, so it's perfect for you, you millennials. That is perfect. On that note, take your Adderall. Let us know in the comments down below if you think high production television is the juice worth the squeeze. I want to hear your comments. Thank you, Matt. Hey, no for, problem. Dad, for meeting and doing this. And, Watch uh, that show on Netflix, guys. See you next time, Insomniacs. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.